feeling blue what do you do we got stories to see you through that time of the month that time of the month need a fix come get your kicks we got tales by kooky chicks that time of the month that time of the I'd like to bring up this next reader. He is one of my co-workers at RedOrbit.com and a Belmont student still, but will soon be a Belmont graduate, Mr. Brian Galloway. Come on out, buddy. He's on VDAR. Hello. All right, so the title of my essay is Two Men in a Toilet Stall. My first job was an experiment with a man named Richard in a bathroom stall. Well, not entirely. This makes it sound like I let Richard have his way with me in the bathroom. And he did, but not sexually. I guess a better way to put it would be to say that this was more of an experiment with a man named Richard in the art of selling bathroom stalls. You see, Richard wanted a business student with no experience for a sales experiment. Uh, those were the actual words he used. He'd never experimented with young men at his office before, but he was willing to take risks and try new things. And that's where I came in. I was a business student with no experience, looking to get my feet wet in the marketing world. So without even Googling the company to see what they sold, I told Richard yes, hoping it would turn the best decision of my life. Looking back, this was my first mistake. It turned out that Richard runs a business that sells toilet stalls to a nationwide consumer base. They also dabble in bathroom hardware and accessories, but most of their business comes from giving vandals a canvas for expletives and crazies a place to smear their shit. Well, you wanted to get your feet wet in the marketing world, I told myself. Here's your chance to do it. Just try not to get anything on your shoes. I went in to meet Richard a couple days later. He was a few inches taller than me and in good shape. He's kind of like a walking, talking cutout of the ideal 1950s patriarch. He even sounded just like Jimmy Stewart when he spoke. It was enough to make me consider investing in a fedora and a carton of American spirits. I imagined myself as Don Draper, dashing in confidence, selling the hell out of toilet stalls and toilet accessories. Try out this bidet. I imagine whispering into a customer's ear. You've never experienced such pleasure. The following day, Richard gave me a tour of the office, which I envisioned to be like George Bailey's building alone, except instead it was more like Richard's sit down and groan. It was fairly normal looking, geared towards your average small business, but there was so much more hiding in the back. Richard took me through a door into his secret laboratory where the magic happened, the toilet stall warehouse. He was my Willy Wonka and I was his Charlie, but this was a chocolatey wonderland of a different kind. We walked through the hallway into a monstrous warehouse full of raw partition materials and bathroom accessories. There was a small fabrication shop where a Mexican man slaved over a buzzsaw crafting walls for some smaller partition orders. 
Sample stalls were set up to impress clients with their craftsmanship. These samples overlooked the warehouse and it was a beautiful sight. Stalls as far as the eye could see. Richard's experiment with me revolved around the fact that there's a near constant demand for his product. Think about it. Everyone from the Pope to a heroin junkie has to cut logs, probably multiple times a week depending on your heroin to fiber ratio. It's one of the only industries outside of entertainment and dying that'll never go out of business. Basically, all I had to do was make connections and secretly feed people x lax and I'd keep my job. How hard could that be? I was ready. Ready to become a household name in the world of bathroom partitions. The Peyton Manning of the pooper, they'd call me. Or maybe the Elton John. I'm sorry, it was just too easy. We went back into the office and Richard took me into a closet, or what seemed like a closet. As it turns out, it was actually just my office. He told me my job was simple. I was to leverage the company's existing business connections and cold call every school system, municipal office, and university in Tennessee, Iowa, and Louisiana. Once I ran through the list, I'd go back and start over calling anyone who didn't pick up. I would come in at around 9 o'clock every morning, say hello to everyone without saying much else, and then basically just hide in my closet. I'd pull up a poorly organized spreadsheet I compiled with a phone number and address for everyone I could find who might need a new bathroom, and I'd start calling. Richard didn't give me much guidance on this part of the job, mostly because you just can't teach conversational skills. There was a lot to know about the product, and I remember everything to this day. You can buy partitions made out of painted steel, or unpainted steel, a laminate composite, solid plastic, or solid phenolic. I'm still not sure exactly what phenolic is, but apparently it's the world's most durable material. It's a polymer resistant to vandalism, moisture, and late night post-Chipotle beer shits, which therefore makes it extremely expensive. Pooping in a phenolic toilet stall is one of my loftiest life goals. Shoot for the moon, my teachers told me, and even if you miss, you'll still land in a fancy phenolic stall. So with all of this necessary knowledge and my tendency to ramble, I had to turn to script writing. Each call consisted of, a, of an anxiety-ridden 30-second pitch about toilet stalls where I tried to make my script sound natural. I doubt this worked, and it was usually met, met by extreme indifference. About 30% of my calls resulted in some interest, allowing me to follow up my monotonous phone conversations with monotonous envelope packing. I'd send interested parties a manila envelope full of toilet stall literature and a personal letter from Richard himself with a forged signature from yours truly. <laughs> Richard was great at requiring accountability from his experiments. At around 2 o'clock, I would deposit my stack of outgoing envelopes in the mail tray and march my way to Richard's office. Anything new today, he'd ask? Usually, I had very little to report. Maybe a facilities manager in Louisiana said he'd be interested in some literature. Maybe someone at a university in Iowa said to keep in touch. But there were very few hard yeses in the sea of no's. Richard and I would make some awkward small talk where he would express some amount of disappointment with my performance, usually without making it seem like it was my fault. The fish really aren't biting, he'd say, towards the beginning of the summer, still hopeful to see some sales from me. 
His hope died quickly after that, <laughs> resorting to such encouraging phrases as, nobody today, par for the course at this point. <laughs> Some things I said during these conversations still embarrass me to my core. I have to play these out for you. Hey Brian, this is great. You actually made a connection today. However, you spelled Lincoln County incorrectly on this envelope. No, Richard, I think I spelled it right. I don't know what you're talking about. I had spelled Lincoln without the second L because I was nervous, stupid, or both. Another time. Hey Brian, you were supposed to send me the contact information for that guy in Coffee County yesterday. Where is it? I forgot to email Richard, so I had to think of my feet. Oh, huh, yeah, that's, that's strange. I sent that to you last night. Must be a technical error. I'll get that to you right away, sir. Richard shot me a you're full of shit look. He was right. These situations produce a special kind of cringe for me. They're the kind of thing my brain decides to bring up right as I'm about to go to sleep. I don't sleep that well. One day lives on forever in my memory. June 17th, 2013. It was the day of my first sale. It was also the day of my last sale. <laughs> it was the day of my only sale. The phone rings. A thick Louisiana drawl meanders its way through my headset like grease from shrimp po'boy aging in the sun. Hello? Hello there, this is Brian, and I'm inquiring about any potential bathroom partition related projects you have for your school system. We can give you competitive prices and an instant quote, I said. Yeah, we're looking to update the bathrooms in one of our schools. I would have dropped the phone if I wasn't speaking through a headset. I didn't know how to respond to my Cajun Crusader. Oh, really? Well, uh, just a moment then, sir. I'm, I'm just gonna have to transfer you to my boss. I paged Richard's office. Richard, a man from Louisiana has a project and he's actually willing to talk to us. He's online too. Good job, son. I'll take it from here. That was it. I had nothing else to do with the sale. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know any of the details of the job. I just think that it happened. My utility to the business was limited at best. Richard and I never really talked end dates for the internship. Towards the end of the summer, he'd say vague things like, maybe we'll have you come back over Christmas break, or... <laughs> Maybe we'll have you write some things for the toilet stall blog, <laughs> which actually exists. And I never did, which is unfortunate because I was kicking around some great articles about the perfect urinal design. Once it became apparent that I wasn't going to generate any meaningful sales, Richard decided to end the experiment in mid-July, giving me the month of August to collect myself before school started again. The summer wasn't a complete wash. I learned the value of doing what you love. I hated every time I had to step into Richard's office. It filled me with dread and anxiety because I knew I just wasn't cut out for the job. The company was doing very well and I just didn't belong there. The experiment soured my feelings towards my business degree and I started studying English at the beginning of my sophomore year. I probably should have been doing this all along, but I thought an English degree was a one-way ticket to wearing a poncho all day and telling people how meta everything is. <laughs> so thank you, Richard. You helped shape me into the person I am today. I think of you every time I use the restroom. <laughs>
heard go spread the word they're funny smart and so absurd happens every month it's the neatest storytelling at its sweetest